On this episode of the 2X e-commerce podcast show, we're going to be talking about all the headlines in the month of May 2018 you should know about if you're involved in e-commerce. Do you stay tuned? Well, well, welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kune, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So the inbound marketing strategies have you beat Amazon. Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. With retail moving online, finding a good domain name has become ever so important. But the challenge is that most decent.com addresses are either difficult to acquire or unavailable. The good news is that retailers now have a powerful alternative with the .store domain name. A .store domain name will be short, relevant, and directly associate your site with e-commerce and retail. Search engines give .store domains the equal attention and importance as .com TLDs. .store domains have already been adapted by top brands such as Emirates. So if you check out Emirates.store, you get to a store there, Jimi Hendrix, so jimihendrix.store, and F1, Formula One, F1.store. If you want a short and snappy domain name for your retail brand or your online store, you can now get a .store domain for just £4.99, which is about $6.99, using the coupon code 2XSTORE. That's 2XSTORE on get.store. Just go to get.store in your search engines and use 2XSTORE. Hello, 2Xers. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I am your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the e-commerce podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Today's episode is more or less a summary of all the major headlines you must know about in the month of May if you're involved in e-commerce. I'm going to be covering global e-commerce announcements, you know, key 
key changes in the industry, both in the UK and the US. Last month or the month of May was very, very, very interesting, very eventful in, in the month in, in, in e-commerce in general. And um, I think the biggest piece of news that, um, you know, that everybody picked upon was the acquisition of Magento by Adobe for $1.7 billion on May the 21st, I think. Yeah, May the 21st. Um, Adobe pretty much agreed to buy Magento off of, I think, eBay. eBay was owned uh, Magento Incorporated, you know, um, prior for 1.68 billion that is like 11 times what what Magento was valued at um you know by by eBay um prior to the private you know equity takeover 3 years ago so i think the key thing the key major attraction of of this acquisition really was Magento Commerce Cloud and Adobe really want to bring the Magento Commerce Cloud into their space and compete with the likes of, you know, managed hosted, you know, platforms such as Shopify, you know, big commerce and, you know, the the, the pretty rowdy e-commerce market now, which Shop, Shopify actually dominates in, in terms of like cloud hosted e-commerce, you know, on platforms. The quite interesting thing is like, um, um, you know, Adobe has transitioned, you know, all of their products, you know, to, to the cloud you know, with, with the Adobe, you know, experience cloud and they built up a lot of competency, you know, with, with cloud, you know, um, cloud-based applications. And, um, they, they are really doubling down, um, with e-commerce platform in this, this could be an opportunity, but, um, with the dominance of Shopify in this space, let's, let's just wait and see if, um, you know, anything can, you know, can, can come off the back of it. But Magento obviously has probably got the biggest, you know, um, you know, developer base. And this is not just around, um, you know, their, their cloud, it's more around their, their their community edition and and their enterprise edition. They've got about three hundred thousand developers um, that build you know websites, build extensions, you know work out on payment, shipping, you know tax and logistics, you know extension. So it's going to be very very interesting in terms of like the the world of um, you know the, this space. Um, and it would also be interesting in terms of like. Um, the the size of um, e-commerce stores Adobe is looking to to acquire through the Magento Commerce Cloud experience, or if um, Adobe would just shut down <laughs> the community edition, you know, um, the development community edition, and try and push people, you know, push merchants into the Adobe experience, you know, cloud into the you know um, the cloud space. We can only wait and see. But um, my take on on all of this is like. Um, you know, more and more merchants are realizing they do not need to host their their e-commerce websites and um, cloud computing, just cloud hosted, you know, e-commerce will be, you know, um, more of a norm um, just due to the innovation and um, the, the insights, you know, um, Shopify has managed to reveal. Now, whoever you know, um, wins or gets to dominate this space is left to how they execute their strategy, really. So we'll just wait and see. The acquisition is expected to close in the third quarter of 2018. Right.
the second major announcement in, in May 2018, um, not really an announcement, but it was an event. It was a big Google event. Um, Google hosted the Google I.O. event. I think this was the 10th Google I.O. event between May the 8th and uh, May the 10th. Um, I talked about it in, in, in deep detail on um, season three, episode number 35. And um, the key announcements you should know about in at the Google I.O. Um, event, if you can't listen to that episode, if you haven't, are the Google Assistant, which is more natural language, you know, um, sounding. Um, it sounds very conversational and they actually use John Legend's voice for it. Then there's also the Google Duplex, which um, I don't know whether you've seen it. It's really freaking awesome um, with regards to the fact that... Um, you know, Google can now schedule appointments via, um, again, very conversational AI-driven assistants, you know, so that was pretty cool. It's called Google Duplex. And then Google P was their phone, um, which mimics the iPhone X. It's a bottomless, um, you know, Android device. Um, it's got much bigger real estate than previous, you know, um, Android devices. And um, Google Lens. Lens um, is more or less um, an object recognition machine learning app. <laughs> Pretty much you put it, you, you just flash your camera with the app, you know, on, on an object. And, you know, Google will figure out what that object is and it will pull out its shopping results so you can shop. So it's more frictionless product discovery, which is interesting in itself. They claim that um, the Google Lens does not recognize humans which i may or may not believe but obviously with you know with facebook you have um you know um, photo recognition and facebook pretty much knows who i am um facebook's algorithm probably knows who you are if you use the platform anyway even apple you know apple tends to to do a great job with um with 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 face recognition basically but um let me not digress. I think the the final you know sort of announcements um, which are very 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 relevant to e-commerce are um, just Google um, Google support for speed on the mobile web, and um, they double down on their support for PWA. They released a lot of new libraries for um, which progressive web applications, AMP, and their Google Payments for just quick you know, um, transactions basically on the mobile web because, you know, apps are taking up a lot of space in, um, in, in, in the web in general with the mobile, you know, well, with, with access on mobile devices, basically taking up a lot of time. And so Google is trying to get back, claw back a lot of, um, time we spend on, on the mobile web by making things as frictionless as possible. So it's definitely worth checking out PWA, AMP, and Google Payments. The other big, big, huge announcement in May 2017 was the the GDPR update, which is the General Data Protection Regulation, you know, update from the EU, which went to effect on the 25th of May. It is pretty much a regulation, um, an EU law on data protection and privacy for all individuals who reside in the EU or EEA, which is the European Economic Area, which is much bigger than the EU, um, it addresses the export of personal data outside the EU and EEA. So uh, there's a huge frenzy, especially from um, the bigger guys, you know, the Googles, the Facebooks, um, the Adobes, 
on um, re-aligning um, their privacy policy for compliance. So basically, the GDPR aims to to give control to to citizens and residents, you know, over their personal data, um, and to simply, you know, regulate, you know, the the the, the transfer of their data, you know, um, outside the EU. There's brilliantly written. Um, Fobs um, article. You could Google it. It's called "How Does GDPR Impact Advertising and E-Commerce." It is by a lady called Susan Ak- Akbarpour. Um, I will read a few lines from it, and I would also link to it from from the show notes. So she says, um, seven years ago, I predicted the era of push advertising was over with GDPR on the horizon. Zuckerberg testifying in Congress and Facebook users questioning their loyalty. Um, the turning point seems closer than ever. I'm going to just jump right down there. For years, the advertising industry's bad actors have been getting away with with this behavior. As a result, consumers are overwhelmed and wary of advertisements that are chasing them everywhere. Advertisers waste 60% of their advertising dollar, but now the EU is choosing to crack down on inquisitious practices in its new GDPR guidelines, which will make the bucious form of advertising impossible. This She's talking about, you know, pretty much um, um, retargeting and persistent cookies um, so when you delete cookies in your um, in your browser, they still just turn up um, just due to really dodgy, you know, advertising practices and, and you know, um, the, 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 the need for, for browsers not to, but, well, browsers actually allow this sort of behavior. With it, EU users regain control over their data by obtaining the rights to access their data, object their, their data, object to data processing and the right to be forgotten. So it came into effect on, on May the the um the twenty-fifth. Um with regards to e-commerce, um I think for me it's you know a lot of people were complaining with regards to like emails, you know, there was a lot of consent emails, you know, where people were sending resending emails to to their EU, you know, databases asking them to re resubscribe, you know, basically to see if they um they wanted to join, you know, their email. There's there's a lot of contention with regards to um com- well, compliance, you know, and um a lot of um you know brands have lost um you know a good number of their subscribers you know um due to you know sending this compliance emails um the only way you could sort of try and regain these emails in my opinion i i give this tip i think on linkedin is that um you know set up a facebook advertising campaign um upload your your entire email address or your eu email address and then give your um and then target you know the the, the email addresses, you'd probably have a 60 or 70%, you know, hit on, on the email, you know, on, on the email and just retarget them on Facebook with an incentive to, to rejoin your list. If they haven't, you know, yet, you know, um, confirmed, um, subscription with, 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 with compliant emails you sent out. Well, it's, it's very, very murky at the moment. And, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> um, I'll just leave it to, to you guys to, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's it's but but it has to, it had to be done um, with regards to to compliance. You know, um, it was really becoming really messy. Okay, um, 
in the UK, um, if you listen to this in the UK, there were few, few, few announcements, you know, um, a few store closures, retail, retailers, you know, who haven't sort of, um, basically casualties in the retail industry in, in the month of May. There was House of Fraser. Um, there were a loss of like 44 million pounds, which would be about $60 million. And um, there, there's a Chinese um, company that's looking to, to get a 51%, you know, um, stake of House of Fraser. House of Fraser is a departmental store and um, they're, they're, they're sizable departmental store, similar to Macy's in, in the U.S., they they're pretty much um winding winding down um they 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 had a really good start in e-commerce or you know and um things just started to dwindle i don't think they were able to support you know um their e-commerce operations you know at that scale another major major um you know change or retailer casualty um last month was mothercare they sell baby products baby you know and maternity products in the uk on the 17th of May, they announced a closure of 50 stores. They have a total of 137 stores across the country. 50 stores shut down and um, they're doubling down on the online retail. Surprise, surprise. Um, some other news in Europe. Um, Klarna, um, don't know if you know Klarna. They're like, um, uh, they're, they're a um, pay before. I've, I've interviewed one of their founders. Um, they're a pay before you buy or pay before you they they they're pre- pretty much they pretty much give you credit you know at checkout it's a german it's a swedish it's a nordic um i think they're from sweden um startup they just acquired shop.co which is a german startup um and they um do universal checkouts so so i'm thinking you know um they they want to sort of you know um get you know, own more checkouts, really. Um, universal checkouts are things like PayPal. PayPal also acquired iZettle on um, on May 22nd. Um, iZettle is a Swedish fintech, you know, company. And um, they do checkouts too, um, but largely with, with, with Europe. PayPal bought it for 2.2 billion euros, okay? It's, it was the biggest acquisition by PayPal ever. Okay, so 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 that was like you know massive, massive, massive news, you know, right there. Then what else do we have here? Amazon struggles in Europe, and then the final announcement is JD.com, um, the Chinese e-commerce giant. Um, they actually now have a freight train, you know, a train, you know, believe it or not, that brings China closer to European, you know, um, retailers. So what they did basically is. They created this express railway. There's, there's, there's now an express railway from Europe, you know, through to, through to China, and um, European um, producers basically now, um, or e-commerce brands or you know uh, manufacturers can um, pretty much ship goods to China 85 days faster than sea and 80% cheaper than air, you know, with this train, um, you know, launched by by JD. Um, dot com, which it's pretty, pretty, you know, innovative and, um, you know, quite, quite interesting and just opens a lot of doors in cross-border, you know, um, imports and cross-border e-commerce in general. So that is it for um, May's headlines with e-commerce. 
Um, I'll be publishing a few more episodes. There are going to be some very, very interesting um, interviews um, scheduled for the month of June. Until the next show, guys. And, and thank you for um, everybody who's given me a shout out on um, via email. A lot of people have enjoyed the Facebook, the five day Facebook um, you know, training I did here for free. Um, I'm going to, you know, um, record a lot more, um, you know, Facebook, you know, advertising related, you know, um, post post, um, straight from the trenches, really, because right now I'm managing about um, 150K um, advertising spend now on Facebook per month. And that is with a few accounts I'm signing signing up now. Um, that's going to go up, you know, um, you know, um, probably by about 50%, if not 100% um, in the next month or so. So that's quite interesting. Anyway, I'm going to just share um, my learnings with, with you all um, in regards to, you know, what's working and what's not working and some, you know, truths and fundamentals around Facebook. So until the next show, people, peace and um, have a fantastic week and fantastic June ahead. Bye-bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XECommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.